Lambeau, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Three o'clock hour, the Burns and Gambo show live from the Auction Community Studios on this Thursday afternoon. No, we don't have an update on Kevin Durant. Yes, you can keep asking. That's fine, because I promise as soon as we do, we'll pass it along. But nothing's come down yet. We're all collectively holding our breath, waiting for the sound, that breaking news sounder, because that's the sound of our impending doom. (laughs) How bad is it going to be? Maybe it's not going to be that bad at all. We'll see. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I'd be surprised that there's a scenario that takes him out of, like, playoff games. But that's me. I mean, even if your worst case scenario, he's got four four weeks to get to get that right. Yeah, I I'm I know it doesn't time. sound like I'm trying to be optimistic about it. I guess I'm just a grizzled veteran of Arizona sports history, and you are too. Yeah, you're waiting for the and doomsday scenario. I'm waiting here. for I'm waiting for doom. I just man, it just feels like more of the same. But we'll see. Uh, last night was a kick in the gut. Uh, while we're waiting for Bill Armstrong to call in, because we're going to talk a little Coyotes hockey with him, I do want to play this for you because this will get a laugh out of it. Gatos and Chad, sister station, right yeah, down the hall, right? right. Mm-hmm. They, you know how last week we were doing a giveaway for two tickets to go see Kevin Durant's home debut with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Um, yet today they had on somebody who won those tickets. Okay. One of the winners. And they did, did they demand tickets for the next one? Well, let me tell you. Let me, I'll just play this audio for you here. I was waiting to get the tickets so I could call my dad and tell him I'm taking to a game. And is your dad a big a big Suns fan? Um, he's a, I, I, he's a Suns fan. Um, uh, I don't want to give you too much info because he might get a little upset with us, Gatos. But uh, what do you mean? You know, we have another team. We have another team that we oh wait big fans of. But oh, where oh. are you from? Oh no, uh, Los Angeles, California. Oh, what's no, up, you- Laker baby? <laughs> a Lakers fan won the tickets. <laughs> Sorry. Again, you're going to find... Like, to me, I would be like, the second I find out, I'm like, you're not getting the tickets. Well, why? I won the... Con- I don't care. I don't care. I don't really care. You you're know, it's like my world. I, I, I just... You shouldn't have said anything. But but I won the tickets. Very, I don't care. You're not getting them. <laughs> I would absolutely have rules like that. I think those are good. Yeah. No, I, I would say, you know, I'm not giving of, you the tickets. Well, why? Because you're a Laker fan. I disagree with your spite and your anger. In a yeah. moment like that, I would totally endorse that. Yep, I'm I not got tickets for you. Kevin Durant's de- debut game. I'm going to give it to a guy who likes roots for the Lakers. Yeah, sorry, not giving them to you. I mean, ish, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some rules and stuff like that, but I would just be like, tough. I'm not giving them to you. Yeah, sue me. You, yeah, sue the radio station. Go ahead. <laughs> don't our hatch. <laughs> no, <that's> at, <laughs> what? No, I mean, I'm not giving you the tickets. <laughs> Don't don't invite anything like that on us. We wouldn't want anything like that happening. Um, but that was funny. Uh, next up for the Suns, they're taking on the Sacramento Kings. Here we go. On Saturday, yeah. um, I, I, I assume... I don't. You know what? I shouldn't assume anything. I don't know if Kevin Durant's going to be available in that game or not. You wouldn't think he. Oh, would he's not be. playing in that game. You could rule him out right I, now. I, 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 I would assume that he wouldn't you be. rule him out right now. But I, I hate doing that because we just don't have any information right now. We're waiting to see what happens on that one. Um, and then, and then the brutal stretch. I mean, Sacramento's good, so that's going to be tough as it is. The brutal stretch comes on Monday and Tuesday of next week. With Milwaukee, you're at Golden State mm-hmm. on Monday. You're home against Milwaukee on Tuesday. 
Well, listen, a bad stretch here where you lose two out of three or three in a row, and I think you could rule out the two and the three seed, and then you just focus on, you know, look, you just want to win basketball games. And the question now becomes, are they, how capable are they of, of winning games against good basketball teams? Like, they played a bad basketball team yesterday. That was a bad basketball team. Now, close game, and they have, you know, they eventually pulled away, but now you Going up against stretch against, you know, Sacramento. The best thing about Sacramento, I say this all the time, they've been healthy all year. It's crazy. Go look at the games started by all their starters. They got, you know, Darren Fox has missed a couple of games. That's about it. So they've been relatively healthy all year long. Milwaukee. I think that's the biggest challenge to the Suns with a healthy KD is the, is Milwaukee because they can match up really, really well. And in Golden State, I don't know what to think. I mean, I know a lot of people still fear Golden State, but damn, their inability to win a freaking game on the road is just, it's mind-boggling that you've got this championship pedigree. And obviously, to win those championships, they won plenty of games on the road in hostile environments in the playoffs. And this year's team can't win a game on the road. No, 7-25 and 25 on the road. There was another injury to keep an eye on in the NBA last Line. That was Luka Doncic. Luka, yeah. Luka Doncic left the Mavericks' loss at New Orleans in the third quarter with a left thigh strain, something that's been bothering him for some time. When asked how the leg felt, Doncic chuckled, it's not good, said he would undergo an MRI on Thursday to determine the severity of that injury. Within that same game, I believe Brandon Ingram left as well. Now, New Orleans is kind of, I, I mean, they're hanging in there, but they're kind of hosed because of Zion, and he's not going to be back for a couple of weeks. But I believe Lee Brandon Ingram left that game as well. So there were a couple of significant injuries in the Western Conference. Yeah, last and I night. think they're all concerned about Luca. Like he's very close to having been suspended too with the technical fouls. Like he's super close. Like another one or two, and then he's going to get suspended. So you know, miss a game. So you got that. You know, they're trying to hold. You know, hold on, get playoff positioning right now. I think there was something that came out that the that the the uh, maybe the MRI was negative on Luca. I had not seen that. Is that true? MRI clean on Mavstar Doncic's thigh. Okay, when did that came down? An hour ago or so? Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, an MRI on the left thigh of Luka Doncic revealed no damage. Uh, and a return to the lineup will come as the discomfort allows him. So he's undergo undergo treatment. Uh, is it expected to miss significant time? Okay, so that, uh, you know, and for them, I mean, even without Luka, now C.J. McCollum went off in last night's game. Uh, Trey Murphy the third went off in last night's game, so they were able to beat Dallas. But that, that pairing of Kyrie and Luka um, continues to not win a lot of basketball games in Dallas. I think they're now three and six in games in which those two play. Now, again, Luka left in the third quarter, so that's not fair maybe to lump that number in with all of that. But they, it has not been the recipe for us. Success They're so not far. the same team. I mean, Brunson was such a key part of their team last year, and Dorian Finney-Smith defensively was a key part of their team. And so they've got three players now that are that are gone from from last year's squad that were just you know good players for them. Um, so you know Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith and Brunson gone, and not as good defensively. They get Maxi back; that will help a little bit. Maxi Kleber, he's a huge part of what they do defensively, but uh, they 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 have the ability to score. And they can win a lot of games because they got two dynamic players that can, you know, go for 30 or 40 any single night. Their problem is that they simply don't have the ability to stop anyone. Clippers got a win last night against the Raptors, 108-100. 24 Kawhi, 24 for Kawhi, 23 for Paul George. First time, first time since Thanksgiving that the LA Clippers have held a team to under 40% from the floor. 
Wow, that's a long time. That's a long time for a team that you would presume is kind of built on their defense. Yeah, you have to go way, how many, way how many back. games did those guys miss? Oh, I mean, a ton, obviously, right? I mean, yeah. neither one of them were healthy for the longest time, so that clearly has something to do with it. Did you see uh, Fred Van Vliet? After that game? Oh, he got suspended. Oh, he's going to get suspended. Oh, he's going to Find get... me. Oh. That ref was trash. I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought Ben Taylor was bleeping terrible tonight. I think that on most nights, you know, out of the three, um, one of them, there's one or two that just bleep the game up. It's been like that a couple of games in a row. He went after him hard. And he's like, I'll take the fine. I don't care. Whatever. And then the other injury, and we talked about this a little earlier in the show, and this one I think relates even more directly to the Suns. Even though he's missed some time lately, Steven Adams of the Memphis Grizzlies uh, had to have an injection in his knee, and he's not expected back for the rest of the regular season. Yeah, The Grizzlies just hit after hit, whether it's John Morant, whether it's Brandon Clark, now it's Steven Adams. Can that team hold on and ride out? And that directly impacts the Suns and what they're going to do and their ability to rise in the standings, stay in the standings, figure out who they're going to... You mentioned it earlier in the show. Who the Suns play in the first round might take on much more importance now of than course. it did a day ago. Adams hasn't played since the Suns game on January 22nd. When he heard it, yeah. So 7-11, and they were without him. 7-11, and they, they, they were a good team. Like, they were rolling, but the injuries just really, you know, hurt them quite a bit. And then, obviously, the John Morant situation as well with him going to miss time. Uh, Memphis is probably going to fall apart. The question you have now with the Suns that I would have is, the three-game lead they have over the Clippers and the Warriors, can can they hold on to that if Durant's out for an extended period of time? Yeah, we'll see. The Grizzlies take on the Warriors tonight, by the way, for what it's worth. So if you're scoreboard watching in the NBA... Yeah, who do you want to win? Um, I think I want the Warriors to win. I want to. I, I want to pass Memphis. I still want a shot at number two, or at least number three. Yeah, I, I think so. Because I, I, you got what a three game lead over Golden State now. I think right now you just want to avoid the four or five if you can. I think there's a chance you'll play either the Clippers or the Warriors if you're in the in the four or five spot. Yeah. The madness tips off next week, and with it comes your chance to win the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Text the word Bucks to six twenty six twenty. Sign up, get your bracket, compete for your shot at over three thousand dollars of. Prizes. If you register before Sunday, you'll be entered to win a $200 gift card courtesy of Mavericks in Scottsdale. Again, text the word BUCKS to 620-620. The plan of acquiring Kevin Durant, it was always fragile. Was it worth it? We'll try to answer that next. Burns and Gambo. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. You just have to look and see the talent. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Hall of Famers on the way. Kevin Durant, Hall of Famer. Um, as Kevin falls and everybody took a collective <laughs> breath in here, he's fine, by the way. But And then DeAndre Ayton, just the, the impact that a guy like Kevin Durant can have on DeAndre Ayton. Look at Katie's out here two hours early, working out. The only reason I'm playing that soundbite, that was Tim Kempton's interview with Rex Chapman from the pregame show yesterday. And like in real time, they're reacting to Kevin Durant going down. Oh, he's down. Oh, okay, he's, he's fine. Down. He's, he's up. okay. I'll be all right. He's okay. He's up. He's fine. No big deal. He's just re- tying up those shoes nice and tight, which is what your basketball coach yeah. in junior high always taught you to do when you have a sprained ankle. Sort of looked like to me when you watched it a few times. I think it was the sneaker. I think the shoe. 
kind of just, just gave out. Gave out on him. Kind of just gave out. He's new shoe deal is what he needs. Something like that. Um, the Kevin Durant, and, and once again, we we don't know anything new. We we don't even know for sure that we're going to get an update today. We're anticipating an update today because everybody wants to know, but we don't know for sure whether we're going to get one or not. Gambo painstakingly spoke with a top local sports doctor, got kind of the difference between if it's a grade one ankle sprain, grade two, grade three. Yeah, real quick on that. I'll just grade one is a minor tweak. It's the most common. There's no tear, just inflammation. You're not out very long. A grade two, not uncommon, but it means one of the ligaments, there's three of them there, is torn all the way and the other is sprained. And grade three is the two ligaments are both torn. That's the long one. You could be out for two months with that. That's the ATF and the CFL. Two ligaments. Grade three would be two ligaments. Uh, that's a bad injury. It's a soft tissue injury. And most athletes at some point get these type of soft tissue injuries. It's the nature of their career. Um, but to heal it, it's rest, it's ice, it's a little physical therapy. You might do some E-STEM stuff. Um, but that's where you're at right now. We don't have, I got some messages in to try to find out what I can. Nobody has been able to say with any certainty what the extent of that injury is. So we just continue to wait. I know there's been some speculation on four to six weeks that would that would coincide with a potential grade two that would be a two brain and we we have not heard that we don't know that i know there's been some speculation out there i was texting with my son today and he's like four to six weeks i'm like okay slow down we don't know if it's four to six weeks we don't know if it's grade one grade two grade three or what so we're still all waiting all the while you know i i I think we'd be dishonest with our audience. At least I'd be dishonest with the people listening to us right now. If we didn't say, I mean, this was always part of the risk with Kevin Durant. 100%. Right? Yeah. This was always, okay, you're kind of signing up for a guy who misses games. And if there's one thing that could undo all of this from the Suns' perspective, it's this. It's what they're going through right now. It's the, is he going to get hurt? Is he going to last? Is he not going to make it? The, the 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 plan was always filled with risk like this, wasn't it? Yeah. And the, the, the only weakness to his game, and I've said this way before, you know, this happened, the weakness to Kevin Durant's game is health. His, that's his weakness. There's no weakness with his passing, his shooting, his defending, his, his bas- basketball IQ. Everything is great. He's a great player in everything. He can pass. He can dribble. He can shoot. He can defend. Like, there's a love to lots of the weakness. If there's one weakness, it's health. Now, you know, we exchange emails back and forth, and you said, not for me, but does this reinforce how fragile the plan is? The plan was always very fragile. It was. You're giving up Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson, two focal points of your team, plus a boatload of draft picks. For a 34-year-old guy who's going to be 35 in September who's got a history of injuries. Now, um, this isn't hindsight. This is not hindsight. Because in the end, we don't know, you know, what's. I did not want to make the trade. I thought they gave up too much to get him. Yep. I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority. Be, and I didn't, I, I thought it was too much to give up, not because he was going to get hurt. So let me just preface that by saying when the trade went, now I totally understand why they did it. You're going for it. He's one of the best players ever. You get a chance to get Kevin Durant. I get it. I totally get it. But for me, it was like, man, I really liked their ability to dominate for many, many years with Cam, Mikhail, DA, Book, and all the draft capital, draft capital will go get somebody else. I didn't want to give up the draft capital and Cam and Mikhail, but that's me. Um, but it, well, I wasn't basing that on the fact that he gets injured. I'm sure it's a factor that 
Man, the guy's been injured a lot. You know, he's had an Achilles injury. He's had ankle injuries. He's missed games. Like, he's, he's, he is. He's a little fragile. You know, you got to keep him healthy. We always said this. It's health. Health, health, health. And sure. a lot of times you get a player that's older and been injured like that. I mean, the guy's been in the league for a long time. He's played in a lot of playoff games. He, he doesn't have a body built like LeBron. Okay. He's not built like LeBron. So he tends to get injured more. So that's what you're, you're looking at. Now, again, he may come back in two weeks, three weeks. Who knows? Lead the Suns to a championship. And then everybody who said it was worth, you're going to be right. You're going to be right. Yeah. And, and look, and that's was kind of the crux of my email to you uh, when we were exchanging ideas for today's show was, you know, this, what happened last night. At 6.40 has not given me one moment's pause, one moment's hesitation, one second thought, one like, oh, man, they shouldn't have done it, or, man, I wish they hadn't have done it. I- I'm I'm still fully of the belief the Suns made the right move. I, I don't believe I will ever second-guess it. I, In fact, I'm very sure I will never second-guess it, that I'll always think this was the right move. But even I understood how fragile this plan was. It was a very fragile plan, because Kevin Durant's a very fragile player. But also, it's, it, it, it's also black and white. Win a championship, it was worth it. Don't win a championship, it's not worth it. But I don't it, think there's a middle there. But even if they don't win a championship, I think they had to try I, I, right. and, and I get I, it. I, I, totally, I yeah. think that so even that's where you so, don't second so guess for, yourself. So for me, that's where there's no second guessing. Even if they go the next three years and they don't win a title, I will never say they made a mistake by doing this because I think you had to try to do something like this. I think you had to swing big. You had to go for it. And so for me, and, and I didn't, I don't know. Maybe you've got a better sense of this than I did. I didn't get a whole lot of sense last night of people going, up. Oh, see, told you so. That's why you shouldn't have done it. No, me either. I, I didn't get that vibe last night. But depending on how much time he misses and depending on how much Mikel Bridges keeps kicking butt in Brooklyn. He's killing it. There, there, I think there's bound to be some second guessing and I told you so's that kick in about this one. You won't find him coming from me, but this does just highlight how delicate this whole plan was. I mean, it really, you're basing it off of 37 year old Chris Paul, 34 year old Kevin Durant, and older, you don't have any draft picks now. You're kind of tapped out in that regard. You, you're, you're building this house of cards and you're building it upon two players, not Devin Booker, but two other players whose age and whose health are a concern. And when you're, when that's the plan, stuff like last night is going to happen and you just kind of have to live with it and deal with it. And hopefully the Suns don't have to live with it and deal with it too long. I, I hope I, they don't. I think most people are not going to second guess it. If it doesn't work, you'll be like, man, I'm glad they went for it. Most people are glad That's the Suns went I am. for I'm it. I'm glad they and went then, for it. You know, you're not going to look back and change your mind. Um, I completely understand why they went for it. They haven't won a championship. It's a championship starved organization. That's one of the greatest players that's ever played the game. And we expect if healthy, he'll deliver the Suns a championship or, or get them really close to that. Um, for me, it was just, man, I, and you know, because I said this at the time, so I'm not changing my opinion. Oh, I, know. I, just, I, know. I just thought they gave up too much. That's, that's all. I mean, I, I mean, if you could have got Kevin Durant giving up all the draft picks and one of those players, I might have, might have been on board with it. Like, if you could have said, okay, here's Cam Johnson and every draft pick we can give you and pick swaps, okay, I could deal with that. Because I could find Cam Johnson. I could find another Cam Johnson. I could find shooters. Mikhail Bridges is such a dynamic, and I love Mikhail Bridges. I do. He's such a great player. Um, not Kevin Durant like, but when you combine it, they gave up a lot. Now, if they it works, a lot. Yeah. if it works, it's worth it. You know, if it, you know, for the Nets, we'll see what they do with all the draft picks going forward. We're not going to really know. We'll, we'll know if the Suns win a championship. 
like there's not no if ends or buts. Yeah, of like, course, it was worth it. Of course, I think the thing I worry about, and and I think I'm speaking for a lot of Suns fans on this one. I think the thing I worry about is like Kevin Durant's going to come back from this. He's going to be back in a week or two or three or four, whatever it is, depending on the grade level of the sprain. Okay, the problem is that when he comes back, I think we're all going to be collectively holding our breath again. And again, and again, and again, right? And we've kind of reached that point with Chris Paul, especially around playoff time, where it's just, it's hard to know what you're going to get out of him because it's hard to know how long he's going to be out there, how effective he's going to be when he is. And I just hate to think that we're a month into Kevin Durant. We're three games into Kevin Durant. And it does sort of have that hold your breath every time he's on the floor feel like... Because he, it. Oh, I totally agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I so, totally so agree. Even when you get past this mountain, there's gonna be another mountain, and there's gonna be another one, and there's gonna be another one. Yeah, and, and that's that's the dread that I'm feeling today. It's not this injury. It's how many more injuries? You know, can you go four playoff series in a row without getting hurt? Right. That's, can you play six weeks of basketball without getting hurt? That gambo seven weeks. Can you do that? That gambo is what has my stomach in knots today. Yeah, it's not this one. It's, can you play it's, four basketball series yep. where you might be playing five, six, seven games? That's what's got me and all you know, tangled up today. For a guy, ankle, knee, knee, knee. You know, ankle, shoulder, Achilles, thigh, shin, hamstring. Yeah. Achilles injury, calf injury, a rib fracture, left hand contusion, strained calf, strained ankle, thigh contusion. I mean, it's a. Are you, man, is that's this a, off the top of your head? Or this, you I got it all right here. This is the rap sheet. Look, this is the rap sheet. <laughs> okay. I'm I looking, mean, this is it. That's it's off the I mean, top that, of your head. I'm impressed. Man, you take, you take the worst criminal you know in Kevin Durant's injury history is longer than his rap sheet. <laughs> take the. Who's the worst criminal you know? He doesn't have a rap sheet as long as this injury history. Uh, Hannibal the Cannibal Lecter. Ankle, oh, knee, 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 rest. Health protocols, health and safety protocols, ankle, rest, shoulder, injury management, thigh, rest, hamstring, health and safety, yeah. injury recovery. I can't, like it's, it's, it's long. It's constant. It's long. Text us your thoughts on KD and the Suns. The FanDuel text line is open always during the show at 620-620 right now. When we come back, oh, by the way. The Suns won again. We haven't even talked about that yet. We'll talk about it next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Rick Outlet pass, Booker up the left side, steps into a three in transition and gets it to go. D-Book's got 44 on the night. And the Suns lead it by 36, 121-85, under eight minutes left to go. I know Eric Ruby has mentioned it in the Sports Center updates. You and I have not at any point during today's show, and we're an hour and 32 minutes in, mentioned the score. Suns beat the Thunder 132-101. We, we, at, at no it, point it doesn't today, matter. I know, at no it point today matter. have we said, oh, by the way, the Suns won last night 132-101. Right. We're an hour and a half yeah. into this four-hour broadcast. It hasn't come up I, and, yet. And I watched, you know, I mean, listen, I mean, you know me. I mean, I watched that game. I and it's just stop. Oh, wait, why? There it is. Okay, let me see the notebook. Let me see the notebook. Okay, there you go. All right, let me see. I just want to know, when did you stop taking notes? At the end of the game. <laughs> What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? are sick in the head. You don't need to be taking notes for the fourth quarter. The minute Monty takes Book out of that game. Stop, brother. Put the pen down. Fold up the notebook. Put it away. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? You're sick in the head. I am. I, I really am. 
I mean, look, we all got a chuckle out of it. I saw it, so did you. Book over there hiding, like hiding. hoping Monty wasn't going to take him out of the game. 7.26 left, TJ comes in, then right after that, then, then it's 6.14, Saban and Bill. I stay because I want to see what time Monty pulls everybody. Pulls Book at 7.26, then Biz Buck Biombo got in the game, Saban Lee got in the game, oh, 6.14, Mark. I know, I know, I know. Gambo, look, I, this, I know, this I know. comes from I know. nothing but a place of love. I know. That's, that's... That's why people say, why do you want to retire? Well, it's a lot of work. You know, and, and, work. and maybe if you just changed a little the way you worked, maybe you wouldn't want to retire three years from now. Because I'll tell you, I notes, I <laughs> I was lucky if I was watching. Well, I th- okay, like, so here's what I, some, just something that I will look for, okay? okay? Please, please. Book comes out of the game, yourself. book comes out of the game with his fourth foul. But by the way, Booker did all of this in foul trouble. I know. He comes out of the game, third quarter, nine minutes and 55 seconds left. Monty takes him out, brings in Ross. The Suns are up 69 to 55. I am always, always going to want to know how do they play with the amount of time Book is off the court. So now Book is off the court for, he doesn't come back until there's three minutes and 23 seconds left. So that's six minutes and 32 seconds of no Devin Booker. That's good. I'm 23 to 19. Like I care about that. I know. Like I like to me. I want to. How did they do? Okay. They did a good. They did a pretty good job. Book was out for six and a half minutes, and they actually outscored Oklahoma City by four points. That's good. That's what you want to see. You want to see them be able to survive without Booker while he's on the bench in foul trouble. But you're not talking about the end of the game, right? You're not talking about. No, I'm Devin talking Booker about in the third good. quarter. Okay. And he came out when but, he came but, out for good. They were up by thirty six. He had just hit a three. They're up one twenty one to eighty five. They just kept growing it in the. Th- in the fourth quarter, it was 22, then it was 28, then it was 29, then it was 31, then 33, and then 36 when Book hit the three-pointer. Yeah, look, you can take all the notes you want when the game is still relevant, but I when know. they come, I'm just... It's I, just know, I do all this work help, for two minutes. Help me help you, right? We're having a Jerry Maguire moment here. Yeah. Help me help you. That's all I'm saying. I just the, don't really know how to do it any other uh, way. I know. I know. I, know. I just wish I did. I Devin, wish I did. Devin Booker, 30 points in the first half. He had 44 points in 28 minutes. He had 44 points on 23 shots. He becomes the first son in the history of the organization to score 35 or more points in four straight games. Um, he has been aggressively looking for his shot more with Kevin Durant here. Now, he did it again last night with no Kevin Durant. This little note from Kellen, I believe it was, today. He came into Wednesday's game averaging 25 shots, shot attempts per game, five more per game than before KD make his debut. So he's actively looking to take more shots per game, even with Kevin Durant out there. Now, he wasn't there last night, but he's being aggressive. It's paying off, and he's on a hell of a streak right now. And what's going to happen now is that teams are... You know, teams are going to stay. in the playoffs. It changes, okay. In the playoffs, it's going to change uh, with or without KD. The defenses will get tighter. They'll trap. They'll make adjustments. You might see more traps now to try to get the ball out of his hands with no Kevin Durant. Like, okay, I dare those other guys to shoot. There was an interesting point in the game last night where he was actually on the court. It was Landale Payne. Ish, Ross, and Book. They commented during the broadcast, we've never seen this five on the floor That was your before. five. Book, Landale, Payne, Ish, and Ross. Yeah. 
And Terrence Ross, give him credit, man. He knocked down a bunch of threes for them. Sure did. Six of them. Six twenty four points. He had 24 points in 23 minutes, living up to his nickname of the Human Torch. He was terrific. Five of those six came over like a six-minute span in the second half where he just got crazy, crazy hot. Chris Paul had 18 points. He was four or five from three. He was really good. Uh, Monty after the game. A lot of praise for Ish, even though Ish didn't have any points at all last night. He was a plus 16 in 17 minutes. Monty called his performance phenomenal in last night's game. Look, it's Oklahoma City. They didn't bring Jalen Williams with them. They didn't have Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They were missing a bunch of guys. They were on the second night of a back-to-back. It almost had a, you know, we're going to concede this to you before we even start kind of feel from Oklahoma City standpoint. For now, in the very short term, Mission accomplished. The Suns beat the Thunder, and now they're two games out of the number two seed in the Western Conference. Can they stay there? I don't know. It's going to require more superhuman effort from Devin Booker like we saw last night, and it's going to have to be the role players continuing to step up because we don't know how long Kevin Durant's going to right. be out. Because think about this. If Durant's out an extended period of time, right, with no Cam, with no McHale, I mean, who's your starting five? You'll have, you'll have Book and Chris Paul. D.A., I would imagine Tori and Akogi. That's what last night's starting five That's your was. starting five. Yep. Is that good enough to win games against Golden State, Milwaukee, well, Denver, the Clippers? Here's where, here's where it really bites you. Here's where it really bites you. Last night we saw an all-bench lineup at the start of the second quarter, I believe, and they were no good. They were it, because there was no. no Booker out there with them. There was no, you know, Durant wasn't out it there was with Landale, them. Landale, Payne, Ish, Ross, and D. Lee yeah. to start. No good. Nope. Nope. It's in the, it's in the notes. F- Gambo. Second what quarter. about this? Do you not understand? You're yeah. fine to take notes then. Oh, okay. You should take notes then. Your audience demands that you take notes then. Six twenty six. They brought in Book with the A. Paul, and it's, it's it's in the fourth quarter when Devin Booker gets taken out of the game, and the Suns are up by thirty. You can probably put the pen down. Kimosabe. Dario got a technical. <laughs> he was bleeding from behind the ear. He was bleeding. He, was, he, was, he got he was, bit. He was. Man, he didn't play much last night. Only like five minutes. I know. Like his ear hurt. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't get a lot of run in last night's game. Um, it's it, a game like last night. It's hard to take anything like super meaningful away from it. Not knowing how long Kevin Durant's going to be out. We said it before. We'll say it again. The next three games. Man, buckle up. Let's see what we get. I hope they built. What I'm hoping for is that they built up a good enough lead. Over Golden State and the Clippers, that three-game lead, that they're able to win enough games to stave those teams off if those teams come charging. Well, if you look at the Western Conference right now, the Phoenix Suns have a three-game lead over the Warriors and the Clippers in the fourth spot right now. And if they have to play both of those teams. Yep. At least once. I don't know twice, but at least once. They play the Clippers. I think it's just once each for those teams down the stretch. They play Denver twice. I know that. They still have one against Sacramento, but I think it's only one each. I think after Monday, they're done with Golden State, I think. And the Clippers, that that game is the very end of the season. It's the last game of the regular season for the Suns. Well, it might be meaningless. I think they still have two more games against Oklahoma City, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I believe they do. Let's look. I know they got to play Denver. they got to play Milwaukee. I don't have a handy-dandy notebook, but I do have this thing called the Internet. It's usually pretty reliable. Let's see what it tells me about that. Oh, come on. How reliable could it be? <laughs> They've got two more games against Oklahoma City. Okay. They've got one more against Golden State. They have one of the tougher schedules in the NBA down the stretch. From this point forward, they have one of the tougher schedules the in Suns? the league. Yes. Yeah, they still have two against Sacramento. One against Milwaukee, one against Golden State, one against Philly, two against Denver, 
two against the Lakers, one against the Clippers. Didn't Denver get clobbered last night? I sure did, Mitch. What, what, ha- what happened to your boys last night, Mitch? They, the Bulls in Denver. Maybe the worst shooting night oh. for Nikola Jokic so far this they season. They were terrible too. last night. Terrible. The Nuggets were. I mean, the Suns have no chance of catching them. No one's. We're no. We're not even suggesting that here. No. But, but keep your eye on Memphis and two more games against Sacramento. Man, they're. The, the question is, with no Kevin Durant, do they have enough? You know, do they have enough with Devin Booker? Enough for what? To catch, to move up to either two or three. It depends on what Memphis and Sacramento do. I think a lot depends on them. I mean, okay, we talked about, okay, so 17 games left? So 16, I think. 16? Can they go 10 and 6? Can they go? If Durant doesn't play, I would say no. Can they I'd go- say it's more likely nine and eight or nine and uh, nine and seven. I don't know. Can they win ten out of sixteen? Got t- tough games. A lot of them are at home. That helps. A lot of them are at home. You, you have Josh Okoge and Tori Craig are going to be starters for I, you. I know, I know. But you still have games against Orlando. You have two against Oklahoma City. Yeah, so maybe you can go ten and you, six. Maybe you, you might be able to. You might be yeah. able to. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show here on this Thursday, a three round mock draft and a new name has entered the conversation oh, for here the we Cardinals. Go. We'll tell you who next. Burns and Gambo. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, back here on the Burns and Gambo Show, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. In a bit of news today, I'll just pass this along right now because it directly relates to what we're about to talk about. The official compensatory picks were awarded today. As fully expected, the Arizona Cardinals picked up three draft picks today. We knew it was coming. Uh, 96th overall in the third round, 168th overall in the fifth round, 213th overall in the sixth round. They now have eight total draft picks. Okay. As the NFL just announced today. There you go. Trade DeAndre Hopkins. You get nine. Trade the first round pick. Then you'll have 12. And who knows? Maybe you could own the draft. Maybe, maybe you could trade or, your first round pick and trade DeAndre Hopkins, and you'll have a slew of picks. Oh, you trade your first round pick, mm-hmm. and you trade DeAndre Hopkins. You will have, you will a, have a ton lot of, of picks. picks. You yep. will have a lot of options. You can move all around the board if that's what you wanted to do. Um, of course, there's been a lot of speculation about what exactly the Cardinals are going to do in the draft, and one of those ideas certainly has been for them to trade down. And today, I actually got another one that Mitch added to the mix as well. Two mock drafts go, Mitch. that feature the Arizona Cardinals trading down with very yeah. specific players in mind. Let's start with the one that you said. I really liked this one. It was different from any other one we've seen because it was. Uh, it's basically giving you a three-round mock and including all the players that the Cardinals traded for. This is by that that website, the 33rd team. Yes. Interesting website. It really is. Um, this one has the Raiders trading up to three and taking Bryce Young. So they think Bryce Young drops a couple of spots. They had Richardson going number one overall to the Colts. But they have the Raiders trading up to three. They get Bryce Young. Here's what the Cardinals received. They received the seventh overall pick. They received the 38th overall pick in the second round and the 70th overall pick in the third round. With the seventh overall pick, they take Christian Gonzalez, cornerback Oregon. So they move back. They get the top cornerback on the board. So the number one player on the board at his position, um, 6'1", length, speed, everybody loves him. And then they pick up all these extra picks. So in that scenario... um, 
they would have the, the seventh pick, the 34th pick, the 38th pick, the 66th pick, and the 70th pick. So they'd have one, two, three, four, five picks in the top 70. Yeah, the and the 34th pick is theirs. The 38th pick they would get in this projected trade. The 66th pick is theirs. The 70th pick they would get from Las Vegas. And, and what they, it's, it's very meat and potatoes, all right? And here's what I mean by that. It's Christian Gonzalez at number seven. As you mentioned, he's a corner. It's Will McDonald, an edge rusher from Iowa State early in the second round. It's a center, John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota at number 38. Also kind of a meat and potatoes football player when you're talking about the offensive line. It's Mazzy Smith, an interior defensive lineman from Michigan with the 66th pick. And it's another corner. Clark Phillips from Utah at number 70. All right, go over that. So two corners. Two corners, an edge rusher, an offensive lineman, and a defensive lineman. Meat, potatoes, meat, potatoes, meat, potatoes, meat, potatoes, right? No, I mean, that's a great way to go. I mean, that's that's what I really liked about this draft. So they basically not only say, okay, the Cardinals are going to get these picks. Here's here's who they're going to take with that pick. They're going to get three picks from the Raiders to move up. Now, I don't know if the Cardinals are trading or not, but it is always interesting to look at the mock drafts that have them trading and seeing what they can get to move down four spots to go from three to seven. They pick up a second rounder and a third rounder. Yeah. The other one that Mitch found was on the ringer.com. They also had the Arizona Cardinals trading down this time to nine. Uh, and they had them taking. I have not. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, I, I knew about. Um, oh, you have a Christian Gonzalez profile. We have profiles now. So I will say on the record, we are starting with them. I do happen to have Christian Gonzalez's. Okay. okay hold on. We got to guess. Uh, we got to guess. I'll Ooh. go Mitch. Oh wait, um, no wait, no I, wait. Can I throw the caveat in? I'm going more. I'm going Maloney. Can I throw the caveat in? We have more voices this year on profiles. So last year, our our, our profiles were voiced by Eric, Sarah, Mitch, and Maloney. Right? More voices this year. If I'm not mistaken, maybe Eric can back me up on this. I don't know. We can add to this rotation Zach Larson and Jesse Morrison. So it's, six I'm, to choose. I'm from. going Oregon connection here. <laughs> I'm going with the Oregon connection. If you don't know what we're talking about, Gambo and I have this game where we guess the voice on Arizona Sports that has voiced the profile. I am going to go with Aaron Maloney as well. Okay. For the Oregon connection, given that she's a duck. Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, Oregon. Gonzalez was as big of a winner as anyone at the NFL Combine. He posted a 4.38 40-yard dash, 41.5-inch vertical, and 11-foot, 1-inch broad jump that caught many eyes around the NFL. He's an explosive cornerback that made 12 starts in 2022 at Oregon, where he posted 50 tackles, 7 pass breakups, and a team-leading 4 interceptions, ultimately earning himself first-team All-Pac-12 honors. At 6'1 and 197 pounds, Gonzalez Gonzalez has the desired size and athletic traits to match up against opposing teams' number one receivers. His technique will get away from him at times, but he has all the ingredients to become a true CB1 at the next level. NFL comp, former Cardinals cornerback, Dominique Rogers-Cromartie. Oh, DRC comp. That's pretty good. He was a good player. Yeah, He was a good player. Aaron Maloney, our Oregon grad and our assistant program director here voicing that one. Good. I'm glad we got those to start playing Mm. right now. Uh, The other mock draft that I was referencing, um, Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher out of Iowa. 
The ringer has the Cardinals taking him at number nine. I hope they don't take after him. a trade I've, down. I've, I always have a hard time just pronouncing that state. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll. I think you'll figure out a way to get it. Kelvin's done. not here, Gambo. He can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> uh, yesterday, it was such a busy day. We we didn't really circle back to this. We had Matt Miller on yesterday's show, draft expert from yeah. ESPN.com. We asked him the question point blank: Hey, if Will Anderson's sitting there at three, should the Cardinals just ignore the draft calls and take Will Anderson? He said, no, don't do that. He's really good, but he's not that good. I, I don't know that there's a non-quarterback that is that good. You know, there's the famous story that the New York Giants would not trade the number two overall pick in 2018 because they wanted Saquon Barkley so badly that they wouldn't even take calls on the number two pick. Don't do that. Unless it's a quarterback, you just don't do that. Listen to the call. Because what if it's the Indianapolis Colts who say, hey, we'll give you a, a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick to just trade places? Then you have to do that. You, you have to slide back one spot and still get your guy uh, if he's on the board. Let, let me give you something. Here's McShay on Van Ness. Okay. Van Ness followed up his seven-sack season in 2021 with seven more in 2022, along with 31 pressures, 13-and-a-half tackles for loss, and 10 run stops over 13 games. Excellent pass rush. It continues to improve. He has only 27 career games and has never started. Van Ness has the length, quickness, and power to make a difference at the next level, and he can play inside or outside. What are they doing over there in Iowa if they can't start a guy who's going to be a first-round pick? How do you get 13 sacks and 19 tackles for loss in 26 games and somebody doesn't go, you know what? Maybe maybe we should start that guy. Maybe we should start. Maybe we should give that guy a little more (laughs) snaps. You know, just Man. a few here or there. Aiden Fry, hey, Aiden Fry's probably rolling over in his grave. <laughs> I mean, Kirk Ferris. How did you not start that guy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. One other soundbite I want to play for you. This is from today. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, head coach of the Cardinals, was asked about Jalen Carter's situation. Here's what he said. That's probably a better question for Monty, but we're, we monitor the situations of all acquisition pieces. So um, they're on all of that. And uh, we had a good talk with him at the Combine. It was a really good interview. And uh, but, uh, you know, we have our hand on all of those things. OK, so they spoke. They had a conversation. We had a really good conversation. He is going to he is going to be the mystery of the draft right up until the draft. No one. Sure. No, there's going to be no determination. Could he go like the, I've seen some speculation. The Seahawks could take him at five. And be like, yeah, okay, we'll take Jalen Carter, or that he. Oh can- man, is that a typical Seahawks pick too? Oh sure, of course, of course. Oh yeah, we'll just sit here, um, picking the top ten for the first time in a decade, and get a generational defensive player. Yeah, sure. What the hell? Well, they not? locked up Geno for you know three years. A lot of people think it's a two year deal, but so they locked up their quarterback for the next couple of years. They could take the best defensive player available. They could, but they could also take a quarterback to prepare themselves when Geno sucks again, because he will. <laughs> it's inevitable. He, I mean, you, you've got to prepare yourself for life after Gino. And yeah. a top five pick's a real good way to do that. It is. Then you could have like a succession plan in place for whenever you want to just, phase you, Gino you just out. Don't, you don't see that very much anymore. We've seen it with Love in Green Bay where you take a quarterback and you sit him for two years and let him learn. It's just, it probably is the best way to do it. You saw it with Mahomes. <laughs> to be honest with you. you, you they tried Mahomes it. Mahomes was one year one for year. Alex Smith. Yeah. One year. One year. But, but, I mean, it's still the same concept, yeah. right? Uh, Trey Lance, that's what they wanted to do in San Francisco. Didn't work out. With Love in Green Bay. Hurt. Yeah, Love in Green Bay. Same thing. Some it, of these guys, you throw them right into the fire and they're not ready. It happens. When we come back, lot to get you caught up on in the 4 o'clock reset. Will we have an update on Kevin Durant? We'll find out next on Burns and Gambo.